So, brethren, it's a pleasure being here once again. And today, I would like to continue on the topic and the segment we'll cover today the topic area of those who viciously pursue worldly riches always fall into destructive ditches so all scriptures will be read from the king james version bible so i'll start brethren When Jesus said, one cannot serve God and mammon, he was by that statement informing us that mammon, the God lower G of wealth, attracts the devotion that rightly belongs to God. And therein lies the danger. For mammon is a false deity that demands all of one's waking hours while it haunts one while one sleeps. Moreover, it promises much, but seldom delivers, and that which you are allowed to hold, you pay for it with your very soul. Because of this fact, and to avoid one falling into mammon's trap, God has provided us with many clear warnings concerning the potential dangers that are associated with the covetous pursuit of riches. Accordingly, the Holy Spirit inspired the Apostle Paul to pen the following admonition. So I'll be reading from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. So that's 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Moreover, on this same issue, he wrote the following in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9, which says, They that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. So that's 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. Brethren, the Bible is not lacking in evidence concerning the destructive effects that the pursuit of riches has had upon those who were preoccupied with their acquisition. For example, the story of Achan readily comes to mind. This fellow notwithstanding the fact that the children of Israel were warned against ensnaring themselves with the accursed wealth of Jericho. So for confirmation, one can read Joshua chapter 6, verses 17 to 19. Achan, nevertheless, coveted and stole a beautiful Babylonish garment, 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold. So read Joshua chapter 7 verse 21 for confirmation. The covetous acquisition of these things resulted in the death of his entire household. So that's Joshua chapter 7 verse 25 to 26. Then there was Mr. Gehazi, Elisha's servant, who, 
after having coveted the gifts which Elisha refused to accept from Naaman's hand, only succeeded in procuring for himself and his family the leprosy of which God had cleansed the Syrian general. This sad episode can be verified by reading 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 to 27. Underscoring verses 1 to 7, verse 8, verse 10, and verses 14 to 27. The following quote, brethren, surely highlights the deadly wages of covetousness, which is in the second Kings chapter 5, verse 27, which states, The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. So I just read from Second Kings chapter 5, verse 27. And can we forever forget Judas, a disciple of Jesus, who was accustomed to stealing, who sold his master for 30 pieces of silver, and being unable to face the shame of his betrayal, hung himself in remorse. The proceeds from that betrayal was used to purchase a field to bury strangers, which can be confirmed by reading Matthew chapter 27, verse 5 to 8, and Acts chapter 1, verses 18 to 19. Still in the New Testament, we have the sad story of Mr. Ananias and his wife, Sapphira, whose love for recognition and the unsaturated love for money cost them their very lives in the midst of a revival as Acts chapter 5 verses 1 to 10 states. They perished without being given the slightest chance to recant, and this shall be the fate of many who covetously pursue material prosperity. Brethren, the wise man, Solomon, could not have put it better when he penned the following in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 27, which states, He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hated gifts shall live. Neither should we forget that the Laodicean church prided herself with being rich and having need of nothing, not knowing that she was wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked in God's estimation as Revelation chapter 3 verse 17 states. This said indictment can be leveled on many assemblies today. End time scenes, please be warned. And for those whose hearts are set on acquiring riches at any cost, Jesus' warning is surely fitting. In Mark chapter 8 verse 36, reach for confirmation what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul we all know that the answer is nothing in addition the loss of one's soul is the most costly thing that one could ever experience therefore in order to alert the body of Christ to take steps to avoid such an eventuality, the Apostle Paul gave us the following timely warning, which is in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. 
but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition now in an attempt to ensure that god's children do not fall victim to the scriptures in first timothy chapter 6 verse 9 snare destruction and perdition the apostle paul by divine inspiration gave us the following timeless warning and exhortation so i'll be reading from first timothy chapter 6 verses 11 and 12. but thou o man of god flee these things and follow after righteousness godliness faith love patience meekness fight the good fight of faith they hold on eternal life so from the scriptures therefore it can be easily seen that all those who covetously seek to acquire riches will inevitably fall into destructive ditches achan gehazi judas ananias and sapphira are god-given examples of the wretched end of those who covetously pursue riches so as i close brethren and time saints do be reminded of this fact that while god is not against you being prosperous he has never been and will never be sympathetic to the religiously covetous therefore as i come to a close of this segment today i trust you'll consider this following poem and it goes like this this fact i trust you'd understand that god loves no covetous man even though you are a preacher man he'll treat you as he did achan gehazi started oh so well this fact the bible clearly tells by covetous practices he fell and damned his entire family as well so that's the end of my segment today brethren i will be live next week again have a safe and productive week remember jesus christ loves you i love you prepare yourselves for jesus christ's return because he will be returning soon brethren please spend time in reading the holy bible if you're not clear on what the scriptures entail before reading ask god to grant you spiritual understanding surround yourselves with people who are walking the straight and narrow path of righteousness faith godliness love brethren bye for now and have a blessed weekend. Bye.